bad truck, drunk, pissy. Sipping whizzy while she smoking sticky. Pumping big buns, so loud, you know the Bronx. When you fuck with me, come from them uptown avenues. With them hustlers that make bread, serving more than the bird or two. If we never heard of you, it's nothing to discuss. And life's a bitch that I love to fuck for the rush. Yeah. They don't get it, sack to sell with the bucks. Might as well spend it up, not any life's ever enough, huh? If you came from the bottom. None of these niggas want a problem. Cause we always getting money. Work hard, play hard with the money. So welcome to the show. I want to say congratulations to Anthony and Ashley. They just had a baby girl today. Wanna say congratulations. Congratulations, Anthony. I wanna say congratulations to our producer, Justin and Jennifer. They got married during our off season. So congratulations to Justin. And oh, they kept it like a celebrity high profile type of wedding though. Like Yes, they did. And congratulations to my motherfucking self. I'm having a son. Me and my wife are having a son. Yeah. That's why I brought out the little Brugal. I'm about to have me a little drink. So basically, uh, season four happened. We have fun. Uh, Jayla was one of our last few uh, interviews. And um, it went great. We were looking for a female co-host. Uh, we actually spoke before that episode with her, and she agreed to come on. Fast forward, we announced her at LMP. Everything happens. Everything's great. We plan out a little promo for season five. And the uh, fucking coronavirus. And then all of a sudden, all of a half, all of a sudden, you know, coronavirus. So uh, we hope everybody's alive and well. I see. Benny just woke up. Clarence just woke up. Justin is in hiding. I woke up too. The only shit is that you told that story like I can't hear you. You can't. I said the only problem is that you, the way you told that story was like a correlation. It made me feel like it was my fault. Like, coronavirus yeah. happened because Jayla was joining the show. I don't know. I dropped the Who Is episode of Jayla, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, coronavirus hit the U.S. So I don't know. I don't know. What during can I say? I'm a hot commodity nowadays. During the off-season, we we're still working on the documentary. Um, we had to put a pause to that because of coronavirus. We did a 10-minute sports episode, and then we did the Who Is series. Coronavirus hit. And now everybody's in quarantine life. So, this is the first time I see you guys in a while. Craze, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Jada, and then Clarence, and then Benny. How's quarantine life? Yo, um, it's been terrible, man. Um, actually, it's been great. I've been smoking hookah all day. Uh, smoking my... I don't have to go to work. But I think it's going to affect me and himself because he keeps leaving the fucking crib. Oh, damn. Stay in the crib. But other than that, it's been great, bro. I've been drawing, uh, smoking hookah, sleeping, all my favorite things. And Jayla, how about you? How's the... What are you eating, bro? Coronavirus. Pineapple fried rice. Dang, you just keep, like, upgrading on food levels. Pineapple. I'm definitely cooking after this. And then Brugal, Siglo de Oro for uh, my in-show drink. Hey, my baby shot of Penny straight because, you know. I just got a red cup shot. (laughs) 
I'm an OG, okay? You all should know better by now. Um, I am on day two of quarantine. I today decided to look like a decent human being. Actually, I'm not going to fucking front. Um, quarantine life has been pretty normal in a weird way. Um, I lost my job. I'm not really upset about it. I think I'm at peace for once. I think that because um, of everything that's going on, I thought I'd be going more crazy and more. Not yet. We'll figure out at what day that will happen. But I'm doing pretty good. Hey, my friends are here. We got Mickey sure. Mouse, Bad Bunny. We oh, need the yeah. corn. I'm good. Quarantine day number twenty two. I got this. Number twenty four. God damn. Uh, you talking? You talking to stuffed animal? You good? Me <laughs> <laughs> and Bad Bunny have been. You know, he's been showing me como perrear sola. So, you know, we're gonna talk about that video too. We in the streets. We we out here. Well, we're actually not in the streets. We're watching the streets from our um, Florida. We call it a balcony. In New York, we call it a fire escape. That's because it's the escape fire. Yeah, not chill. It's not a balcony. <laughs> Benny, That's how's your uh, quarantine life going? Look at his face. I think that's enough. You look disheveled, nah. bro. I, I'm I'm seriously concerned. Watching the Mets versus the Braves, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Your man is so bored. He's watching a game from 2001. 19 years old. Game. 2001. 9/11 game. 9/11 game. game. Bro, how are you going from one major disaster to another? another. I was I was thinking about this the other day. Um, in my lifetime, I lived through 9-11, the 2008 crash, and now coronavirus. And there was a hurricane in New York. Yo, true. Sandy. Oh, Sandy, too. Sandy. Yeah. I was, was here there. also sitting on my balcony slash fire escape at that time. Yo. I don't think you should sit on the balcony slash fire escape. <laughs> the more i talk about it clarence is clearly doing amazing with a yellow suede do-rag on it's Woo! mustard it's not yellow it's mustard guys his logo on the moon is gold you know what i mean and oh. i'm cool i'm cozy i'm cozy <laughs> you know? i'm living over here Go ahead. Oh, why his voice changed though? Like, sultry. What's going on over here? Quarantine files. <laughs> Justin, what'd you do during the uh, chime in? Uh, how's your quarantine going? Newlywed quarantine. I'm about to do that too. JP, the director. Pull up, pull up. So nice. I, I, he turned oh, no, I don't chime in. I just do the, the background. Should <laughs> <laughs> just do the background. Yo, so now that you're locked up, you're probably watching something. You're probably listening to something. You're probably reading a book if you read, um, or you're doing something. And I, I painted uh, our bedroom because my son is gonna be born in June, so I'm doing like house stuff. What are some things you guys are doing? It's called point? nesting, Rick. It's yes. called nesting. You're your nesting. The pregnancy. I don't know what it's called. I just know, you know, he's coming and there's a like a clock 
ticking back here. Yeah, it's called nesting. So what you're really so, doing, because obviously I have given birth. Oh, um, there you go. I am oh, mother. I've given birth. Grace gave birth too. Me too. Come on. It happens. Uh, you're in this phase of your pregnancy stage where you're getting things ready for the baby. And it's like natural and you kind of go into like, you start doing weird things well, like cleaning. My, my wife was the one that first started uh she started getting into the nesting mode um, and then i had to just just put up a bit <laughs> hey there you go boom nesting. So, um but we did a lot this weekend but what are you guys jayla what have you been doing what you've been listening to or reading or watching i got a visit from the nypd that was really cool that was kind of like a really highlight cool. Okay. Weird things actually happened during quarantine. I lived oh, near a church and they did like two weeks ago, they did like a whole procession through the through the through the heights, because I live in the heights. And uh that was really cool. And then the other day I was listening to the Backstreet Boys and my upstairs neighbor apparently was not fond of my music choice. And she started yelling downstairs and the cops were there and I was yelling back like, upstairs. It was it was quite eventful. So you know, quarantine has, has been a. Uh, yesterday, I saw rain again after some days. So it's been have you have you gone outside? Um, only for necessities. I do the liquor store, the bodega, and the supermarket. <laughs> Pretty much my three go-to places. But it's really go in and out, wear the mask, have the gloves. Um, Purell, Lysol, yeah, the whole the whole shebang. And I actually, I have one outfit that I'm allowed to go outside in. Oh, yeah, I got my door outfit. Like, it's by the door. Yes. It don't go anywhere else. The shoes, too. Yep. They, they just stay there, and that's my one go-outside outfit. And I normally try to do everything and then come home and, like, straight-up shower. Like, and it's, like, a new phase. So it's definitely a different routine. I FaceTime my daughter. I try to... Um, do bedtime stories with her. She's obviously not too amused by it. She'd rather be on her YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's real. I met Rick, uh, who we And I'm doing crossword puzzles, y'all. He tested positive for coronavirus, so. I met Rick? Really? Yeah, yeah. so it, it's, it's hitting home, you know. Craze, I know he it hit, like, close to home, but not, like, near. Yo, so, straight up. My son's, uh, my son's teacher... Uh, oh, tested positive, and um, she's like hospitalized. She she's not even like a old. She's young. She's like twenty eight, something like that. That's crazy. Well, Rick is like our age. Yeah, bro, that shit's crazy. Now, Rick, that's Rick a your immune system. I feel like Rick got a few years on. <laughs> so, crazy. what you've been doing, watching, listening, or reading? Um, you know, I've I've been sharing some of my stuff with y'all. I've been drawing. I've been trying to like. You know, oh, I forgot to mention the trap house. Yeah, Craze launched the trap house in the old time. I'm still mad you haven't drawn me, but you've drawn a bunch of dudes. But all right, oh. I'll oh. let you rock, bro. You must still catch you drawing dudes. I got you. Um, but yeah, I've been drawing, I've been watching a lot of fucking TV. Um, uh, right now I'm up on Westworld and uh, The Outsider. I just finished that joint. Um, Outside is great. 
What else have I been watching? I've been watching a few other shows, but, but I've been watching too much fucking TV. So, like, less TV, but I just, what I've been doing is really on my couch. That's what I really, really been doing. Question, though, guys. Like, are there certain things that you guys are watching that you consider, like, research TV since we're all in the creative field? Oh, yes. I've, I've been watching a lot of fucking... <laughs> <laughs> this man adjusted. <laughs> Whoa! That Tiger King shit. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, though. You have to watch it. It's a comedy all in its own. Benny was telling me that that shit is funny as fuck, but you should watch it. it it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Benny was his lover. That's why he he's he's uh. Benny looks like right now he is preparing for Joe Exotic to get out of jail. <laughs> I can see Benny chilling with that nigga though. I'll definitely chill with him. <laughs> Do you all uh, think Carol Bassett uh murdered the her husband? Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wait, oh, hasn't seen it. Oh my god, you gotta watch it, man. You gotta watch it. What you been watching, Rage? Um, uh, I've been watching. Well, I saw the boys because Benny put me onto that show, and that show is a fire. <laughs> the boys is on Amazon Prime. It's a really good, huh? I seen that shit a while back. It's good. It's a show about superheroes, but they put superheroes in a light that you wouldn't even think of. Like, Yo, huh? There's another superhero show that's kind of weird. It's like trippy. It's, it's actually a Marvel show, uh, Legion. It's on Hulu. I haven't uh, seen that, but there's that like a lot of a lot of. I've seen Bad Boys for Life. I've seen a lot of movies. That's what I've been watching. And I'm waiting for uh, season part four of La Casa de Papel, which is this weekend. That's a good fucking show. That's my favorite show on Netflix. On the bright side, Disney Plus has been throwing out all their new movies extra early. Yeah. Um, coming out April 3rd. Wait, what? What's coming out April 3rd? What's coming out April 3rd? Onward, their last Pixar movie. Oh, I have it. I have because I got the fire stick, so I You're have that here. movie. I haven't seen it. Um, here. I, saw, I saw not quarantine contagion. Rick has a legally obtained uh license. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, I've been, I saw the Bad Bunny video, which I thought was dope. And he's getting a lot of flack for. Um, Yo, he knows what he's doing. Right now, I'm sorry, and I'm going to say this, and you can, y'all can, could record me. Bad Bunny is winning quarantine right now. He has been the best thing that has happened to quarantine 2020. Between his story videos, dropping his album, the music video that got everybody talking, and the quarantine song of 2020, legit is Yo Perreo Sola. Yo Perreo Sola, yeah. Um, Ed did escape with Ed Barber, and also I think Jay Bobbing's album. I heard Jay Bobbing's album and um, Joyner Lucas. That's another album that I really I, I like. The video he did, the Will video, it was pretty good. I love Joyner Lucas, so to me, it's different. Um, Jay Bobbing's album, I like a lot. Uh, you like, you like- <laughs> so Justin just put up the picture of uh, of uh, Bad yo, Bunny tell me how much he don't movie. look like Cardi B though. Yeah. I mean, he kind of does. Oh, I got like uh, Evie Queen 
vibes. No, I got only because he's light skin. Like if he, like I don't know. He, I feel like he was inspired by like Cardi. I just feel like the message of the video flies over people's heads. He did it because of the the trans person that was murdered in Puerto Rico, and also. Um, it's basically sending a message like men are aggressive when it comes to reggaeton and they like to like pull women and grind up on them and it's like nah chill I don't want to dance with you then respect that point so that's what the point of the song was and then the visual was to bring light to that situation in Puerto Rico he's a whole genius I'm kind of low-key mad at Anuel though for that little bullshit beef yo what was it what was it that Anuel said? I, I, I didn't really know. So he basically put on his story that he don't mess with no uh, reggaeton artists, but the guys he named. And then he recant the statement because everybody was getting on his on his back. And he also- today did something and he was like, oh, I saw, I finally saw the video. And that's not, that's a video that's not good with God. <coughs> but he mentioned Bad Bunny that he don't fuck with him? No, no, he, just he was basically like, he name. threw like subs, like kind of yeah. saying like, I don't mess with niggas that dress like girls. Like he went like whole, like all out. Like it was a whole thing. And, it, and, and realistically, if you know the backstory with Danuel being locked up and the whole Spiff TV and all that, you know, Bad Bunny was at the beginning of the rise there. So he already, he had already showed Danuel a lot of love and supposedly they were cool. Yeah. So, they this did a song with Future. They, they they did a song with Future together, and also they did it. He did a song when Anoy was locked up. Um, I forgot the name of. The, so he was showing Anoy love, like when Anoy was whack, uh, locked up. So I thought it was it was whack that he uh, he went at him. So that's one thing. But to get back to Tiger King, Benny's boy, because <laughs> I think as a music artist, Bad Bunny is the one that's like being talked about the most at this point. But I think Tiger King is was ruling everything because I I took one of the photos and I put Benny's face on uh, Joe Exotic's <laughs> husband and it was like one of the most liked and photo that circulated and then we did the meme of Carol Basket but everybody's talking about it I saw the whole series Benny told me about it before he saw it <laughs> he saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Betty's face, though. He looks like he should just, just be with oh, Joe Exotic, bro. I saw a meme that said, I tried to explain Joe Exotic to my mom. And he's a magician, a tiger. He's a gay, gun-toting president, oh, governor, uh, candidate. And the mom was like, oh, that's a lot of people to keep track of. And he's like, no, mom, that's just one guy. So Joe Exotic, Tiger King is is the is the thing that's uh that has everybody talking right now. Crazy, I didn't realize so. how cheap tigers were, by the way. I didn't know how? the situation was that serious. Wait, how much? How much? They were talking about like fifteen hundred, two thousand. That's not a lot for a tiger. There's a fucking you Gucci bag more expensive than that. What? Nah, I can't. I'd rather be- have a tiger than a Gucci bag. I'm not gonna front. I don't think you can feel like, oh, there's Carol Basket that Justin's putting in in the shot right there. So she allegedly <laughs> crazed, killed her husband. She had an affair with a rich guy, ended up marrying that rich guy. 
he left his wife like millionaire he was like a billionaire no he was like no he was like a millionaire he was rich then she if he disappeared the case is still open but the theory is that she fed him to her tigers allegedly 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 I thought you shouldn't be defending Carol. <laughs> Joe but would BuzzFeed, not like that. BuzzFeed um, did a uh, BuzzFeed did a what's going on here? <laughs> I'm viewing Clarence's screen. BuzzFeed did a uh, they did a uh, what do you call that? A poll. Who thinks that she's guilty? Ninety eight percent that she killed her husband. I mean, she definitely Joe killed her husband. Music video on it. That's how you know it's real. Yo. Bro, he also does country music. Crazy, you got to watch Tiger King, bro. There's only seven parts. His music is fire, though. His music is fire. I was tight to find out that he's not the one that records and sings it. He's not? No. Did he really Vanilli? Yeah, he did. No. He did. Uh, I fuck with country music, though, so... (laughs) Yo, he's got quarantine Clarence. <laughs> These pictures are fire. So, besides Benny watching the 2001 Mets, uh, Braves, what you been doing, Benny, during quarantine? I'm still trying to find out what pictures y'all talking about. I don't see shit on my phone. Oh, because you got to put it on the uh, on the what's the name of the view craze? Gallery, gallery view. So, um, in the top right corner. On your yeah, it should be on your top. Not like it says. It looks like it looks like a little grid. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. It doesn't matter, yo. <laughs> can somebody just pull it up and show it to him on the screen? I'm sure it's the same thing. I'm kind of sad. I don't that's have. Wow, that's crazy. So. The podcast has been streamed 4,000 times since now in September, and Buzzsprout just sent me a, a message. Hey. So that's good. That's good. Huh? They send you like a congratulatory banner and shit. Um, you should print that shit out. For what? what? You want that? You hats? <laughs> you want that? What about Drake's son? What y'all think about Drake's son? Yo, he's fine. That's not his kid. He's cute. Oh, man. That kid looks like Odell Beckham Jr. That is not his kid. It looks like the mom. Nope. Bro, that doesn't look like the mom. That doesn't look like anybody I know. Bro, she's darker than Drake and her baby. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That baby looks like uh, it is blonde with blue. So this eyes. is the baby. That don't look like Drake. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or she had an affair with Benny and gave birth to the baby and told Drake that it was his. Maybe. <laughs> I don't put it past her. No, I can't. So y'all don't think that's, but it looks like the mom they did a side by side of Drake's mom. Yeah, so of course it looks like her, and that blondness does not tell me that's naturally her hair color either. So I don't know what other she with, but. So you trying to say she dyes her hair blonde? 
But look at Drake. He's got a nice little, uh, what's the name of the, Benny? what's the name of that movie? Golden Lords. He looks like Golden Lords Drake right there. Huh, Drake? Drake doesn't have blonde hair, bro. He does in the picture that Justin's putting up. Oh, thanks. Thanks for telling me about the picture. Describe <laughs> <laughs> each picture that comes up, bro. Benny, I'm going to can you not see your screen, Benny? Situation. I feel so dark. Why do I look so dark? Because you're black. I knew it at some point in my life. Guys, it's like you need more, more light. Guys are not practicing social distancing. Please take this serious. We live together, bro. We live together, bro. Not it, bro. I told you. No way, hold on. No, that's my stuff. Oh, my bad. So, we that's do me. have one guest for tonight. My shit's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benny. That's what she said. <laughs> wow. So we do have we have a guest for tonight is stand up comedian Clayton Williams. I just sent him the text. Clarence going comedian? No, not Clarence. Not Clarence. Clayton. Clayton Williams. Um oh, there he's connecting right now. Hello. Clayton, what's going on? Oh, not much. How's it going? We're alive and well, man. Having some uh <laughs> I feel you. Coronavirus screen. Oh. Dang, you are you are really you really on one, huh? With that brugal. Yeah, I'm celebrating, <laughs> I'm celebrating that my son is coming. Justin got married, and congratulations to Clayton. Clayton just got engaged to his. Uh, Thank you, and Jen. So Thank you so much, everybody. Blayton is a stand-up comic and we wanted to check in with we want to check in with the people you know we want to know how the people are doing during this quarantine time you know so Clayton it's up to you you have the mic you have the floor man let us know what you've been up to besides comedy you also do uh you're an artist like yeah Ray by the way so yeah, uh, uh, thank you. I'm wearing a shirt with my own face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you what have you been up to? How's it going? Give us an update. Um, pretty much it seems like what everybody else is doing is drinking and chilling. Um, <laughs> uh, trying to do these like live stream comedy shows uh great stuff been bored out of my mind grilling i don't know it's it's grilling a lot but (laughs) (laughs) balcony guys on his balcony backyard right here yeah (laughs) (laughs) right in the patio live stream comedy shows that must be weird because usually you like to bounce and set up stuff in front of an audience so how yeah. does that feel? Like being on it's, video, you can't really gauge the room. Exactly. Like you're just performing for whoever set up the room. So you feel like weird, especially if you're trying to do 
your material and then all of a sudden you're just standing there like all right usually i have like a pause because people are laughing but now i gotta just go through this real quick and just be waiting it's it's awful it's 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 awful but people so want to watch them for, so i'm considering going into stand-up so i've had really? a, a few of my friends Right. Ben, I can't stand you with the three diamonds, bro. Um, a few of my friends have actually have been encouraging me. And I was mm -hmm. asking the guys earlier, have you guys been doing any, since we're creatives, any research, um, watching TVs, shows, and stuff like that? And for me, one of the things that I've been watching a lot of is a lot of stand-up. Mm -hmm. Especially on Netflix. There's so many specials. Yeah, there's a lot. Yo, HBO Go has, like, the classic OG, like, real 15-minute, like, nitty-gritty stand-up shows. So I've been doing, like, a lot of research in that aspect. Do you, have you caught yourself kind of going down that rabbit hole, or are you really working more on your particular Oh <laughs> uh, No, it's been good to, like, watch some older stuff. And, like, a lot of, yeah, like you said, there's been a lot of new specials that have been popping up on netflix so it's been fun to see how it was before everything has happened like i i like going through old comedy just to see like where people are coming from new ideas like stuff that i'm like okay i hear a, a premise you're talking about and something like that has happened in my life so i might want to work on something or just see how people are just saying things there's so many different ways of like handling a joke or seeing if something i have might have been used like a long time ago because like there's so many things that happen in this world and like someone from like 20 years ago could have had a joke about it that you didn't know about and then all of a sudden you do a little research and you're like oh right that's something else how do you how do you walk because that, that's something i think about like because obviously i don't know really how to like sit down and like structure and write out you know what is that outline um how do you find that middle line? You know what I mean? Where it's like, it's not really taking somebody else's joke, but it's something you've actually lived through. Like, like how does that kind of deliver, like spin out nowadays? Cause there's so many comics like mm -hmm. that I know, like even personal friends of mine that like have gone through that with like, you stole my joke. And it's like, mm -hmm. no, we kind of all um, live through yeah. similar things. Like, yeah, it's what you got to do is like, when you're writing stuff in general, just even if it's not like a similar subject matter, how you write something and how you approach the world can be way different than someone else. Like everybody has like relationship issues and it's way different for someone to go, all right, this is my relationship issue. And then you've heard like six other dudes do the same joke or six other women. Like I remember watching like, um, uh, the Deaf Comedy Jam 25th uh, anniversary special, and they show like six clips of everyone doing a Michael Jackson smoking crack bit. And I'm like, that's the same fucking joke. That's the same thing over and over and over, as it's opposed what you to. Say. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Yeah, because like you could have a similar uh, experience. We all have similar experiences, but like how you approach that experience is different. Like, unless you're just going like, oh, man, my boyfriend, oh, man, my girlfriend is, like, crazy, and then you just do the same joke. It's like, that's not interesting. Of course someone's going to call you out on that because you're, like, hitting it from the exact same angle. But, like, how mm -hmm. something approach, how you handle it is way different. Like, you might have a situation where, like, okay, you got robbed, 
someone else, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And then, like, you might be like, oh, this is like a Thursday. Like, that kind of stuff where you approach it differently, and it makes it a lot better. I got, like, an example of that. Um, so when Kobe passed away, Ari Shafir mm-hmm. made a joke about, you know, it was it was badly timed, and I don't think he knew that Kobe's daughter was on the helicopter, but he basically yeah. said, you know, justice will serve today, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, what? Uh, Ari, uh, Ari Spears and uh, Andy Steinberg were talking about it, and it's not maybe – you got to be really funny to pull off a joke at that or yeah. in that kind of timing or just the way you deliver it. For example, like, because – Andy had walked into another comedian. Another comedian actually used a Kobe joke, and he said, "Oh, Kobe's dead. I didn't know LeBron passing him would have took him that would have if he would have took that that, that hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So basically, it's it's the joke. It's how you say the joke, and at what time you know. He basically alluded to Kobe being a rapist. That's why it didn't go over. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, the other comic was playing to Kobe's competitiveness. Yeah. Now, with coronavirus, have you found yourself, like, looking at bits like that or, or working on some stuff? Oh, uh, man. Like, the thing is, I try not to do, like, too much topical stuff. Like, I know this is, like, because I know that everyone's going to be doing the coronavirus right. joke. It's the same with, why wow, everyone's got, like, a Tiger King joke now. Like, everyone <laughs> has it. Like, it's, and you're like, all right, it's cool. You might put in your, like, your quick joke and like get on with the wave real quick but I don't want to like spend my time just going strictly off that because it's just like at the end of the day no one wants to keep thinking about this after it's done like if I'm working a show and then all of a sudden you got three other people like remember how March was blah 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 and you're like man you guys didn't try anything else you didn't think any like think about (laughs) how this affected like beyond that like okay you can talk about it but think about like other stuff that you did during this time like how like you got a you got an opportunity to just like like you said watch like netflix or youtube or learn new things that you might actually want to write about because you're learning about all these different like facts or information that you weren't even thinking about it you so, think that corona this coronavirus situation is going to be there are certain situations in life and in history that happen that some are too serious to touch 9-11 being one of them do you yeah. think that coronavirus kind of falls under that like very touchy category or do you think it's because I feel, I feel like it's very like we're very here right now like there's mm-hmm. no like this or that it's starting to get like on the serious note here yeah but yeah. there's people that are not taking it there so, like, where do you see that falling, like, in the future? I think it, it, everything is up to up for grabs. Like, honestly, I, like, how Rick was saying um, about the Kobe thing, if you have a – if you approach it in the right way, you can pretty much talk about any topic. You know when people get angry about something, it's because you didn't do anything clever with it. I've heard funny 9-11 jokes. I've heard, like, when – the coronavirus was starting like when people starting to find out about it and how serious it was for just in China and stuff I was hearing people do jokes about it before it became what it is now so I think everything can be touched upon if you have the right way of going about it like people talk about their their family dying or 
uh, there are a lot of Jewish comics who talk about the Holocaust or any of these other things where it's like, these feel like topics that you could never talk about. But if you have the right spin on it, if you have the right approach to it, if you know how to sell this idea where it's not, you're not trying to um, just shock somebody. That's the worst part of, of a joke that's not doing well is that all they're worried about is shocking a person. You're really trying to make people go, all right, I know where you're coming from. The fact that you had this thought, we all had this thought. <laughs> we, like, like you all have that thought and you just never really thought you were going to say it. But someone else said, you're like, oh, okay, cool. They found, they found that funny moment right there. And I can be happy about it. I can laugh with them because I had that feeling, but I felt bad about it. But they knew how to word it the way I couldn't have said it. Like, you couldn't just write it's that like, on something. You connect if you could connect with people right like you could connect yeah. with them and make them and make them look at it in a different way and be like oh shit that is kind of funny even though they may have been like looking at this thing as like this big tragedy like oh shit somebody found a way to like bring out the humor and what you know some of the weird aspects of that thing yo mm -hmm. i wanted to ask one thing that i have been watching a lot of is um the comedy central roast yeah oh yeah. i love the roast <laughs> But I was watching. Um, Can we the do show. a local roast? Can we roast each other like the Rick? <laughs> oh, we could we could come up with something like that. I think we have enough personalities. Look at Benny right now. That's enough for like. <laughs> I think Benny has so much material on me. It's not funny. But I yeah. want to suggest. I want to suggest a stand-up special for people to watch. And Three I think things. five uh, minutes. Can I think you and comedy. <laughs> um, I it's uh Sinbad. I forgot the name of it. I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna put up the Sinbad did a really good one about growing older and being married. Mm. And the entire special he had me dying. So if Sinbad's this is real good, I fuck with Sinbad too. If if this is stand up, you you guys want to look back on that Sinbad one is is, is really a good one. Watch these old <laughs> ones when he's wearing up. like tracksuits. Look at Sinbad showing up in our podcast today. <laughs> Yo, Sinbad's there. Sinbad, thank you for yeah. popping up. We love hey, you. Hey, my man. <laughs> Yo, uh, how how well you, do you think you do? You think you could do like a roast of like a? Yeah, I I love doing roasts. Like I help people write roast jokes all the time. Would you do this show? I thought the other thing that I was watching is so that shit led me on like a worm, uh, wormhole, a rabbit hole of watching like comedy shit. And I found that there's like a uh, a show on Netflix called Rose Battle. Yeah, right? Rose Battles. Oh, well, there is. Yeah, wow. comedians they like go uh, head to head against each other, roasting mm -hmm. each other. Um, and <laughs> Kevin Hart is one of the judges on it, um, so it's kind of dope. Um, you should watch that shit, but you think, would you do that shit? Would you do like the roast battle? Yeah, actually I was supposed to, so I was supposed yeah. to do a roast battle before this. Like we were, I was like ready to set up for this roast battle and then everything was closed down. So we all had to reschedule. So I'm actually supposed to be doing Justin it. and Jen's wedding, right? Huh? It was like yeah, yeah. Justin and Jen's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was yeah, it was yeah, literally that uh, Monday or that Sunday, like the day, the next day was supposed to happen. And then it got moved to Tuesday, and then everything got closed down. But yeah, I'm supposed to be doing one next week, actually on uh, like on like this type of thing. I don't know which platform we're gonna be, but yeah, it's gonna be a live roast battle too. Like I love writing roast battle jokes. I love roasting people. Like that's another thing. It's like 
would talk about how people's uh, feelings on something. If someone has a funny joke about me or something, whatever, I don't care how sad it is or dark or whatever. If it's funny, I love it. Like I, I, it, that's that's like the best thing when someone can make me laugh at something that like might make me sad personally or whatever. Like they, I'm like, oh, they got me. Like, is that's, there a huge oh. difference between writing stand up and writing a roast battle? Yeah, there's a. I'm sorry, because uh, so if you're writing stand-up, a lot of people might do like they can do one-liners or they'll do story-based type of stuff. With a, a roast, you're trying to get to the very quickest part about making fun of that person and like the quickest way. You don't have like time to just be building up the joke, building up the joke, like especially because most of the crowd don't even know this person. That's the thing about it. Like you have to figure out a way to let people know what this person's like and why you're making fun of them, why they should laugh at this because it's like they've never met you before. They don't have like your history of you. You don't even really know this person. You just get information from them and then you got to go, okay. So you got to like this. You got to pick up on some, on, on like, like physical shit on like some way that they talk, maybe mannerism. Very, it has to be very obvious. Like, because sometimes it's like, it has to connect where it's like there's a level of obviousness but if you you also have to be you have to know how to use your words because there'll be there's like jokes you'll write about someone like i've written a joke about a dude just off because all i have is his appearance but i i know one thing about him and suddenly the joke isn't just about his appearance it's about some other shit that connects to him and then everyone's like oh my god he does look like this or Oh, yeah, of course. Like, especially if you're quick enough where you hear how they tell jokes and then you can just fire someone off real quick and kind of fuck them up because they're like, oh, man, I wasn't even thinking about that. And now I know some about them strictly from us doing the roast and I can just spit some real quick. And like now all of a sudden everyone's on my side because not only did I have something ready for them, I'm reacting to how they're telling a joke. So now I can make a joke real quick to hit them that they don't have that kind of opportunity on because they didn't have anything written for me because they don't really recognize a personality trait or like a way they spoke. Uh, so, okay. So I have two questions. Mm -hmm. How does comedy, because for me, like every time I, I, it's one of my favorite shows, but every time, because I'm on the creative side of it and I've been in production and I've been in different positions in mm -hmm. the industry, shows like Wildin' Out. <laughs> love wildin out i used to work with big mac at the radio station i was in miami so like how does that like is that I, it's different right than stand-up because it's very mm -hmm. like on the ball like it's very like roasty i mean they have writers for wildin out it's like it's all it's written <laughs> like it, like I mean, they'll talk Isn't about it. Is it really game. all like really, really pre written like that? Yeah, there's yeah. like, it's written. Like, they have all these. You don't think it's weird that everybody all knows the dance that you just made up in 10 seconds? <laughs> like, they all, or they all that know the I know there's the something that's not, but there's. Like, they, like, there's some things that they like, obviously, they'll be able to come up with a line or two. But most of that stuff is written. Like they have their written out bits. They 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 just they they know. Like they had they have writers on that show. But 
So that's that's a lot different than uh, stand up too, because it's it's more like they're trying to. Uh, it's more like a. They're they're trying to replicate improv games, right? Now you brought it up. So there's improv, there's stand up, there's uh, television, there's film, mm-hmm. um, and there's actually roasting, which is another style of of comedy. Out of mm-hmm. all five, I think that I named all five. So television, because to me, Eddie Murphy takes the cake. He's yeah. done everything successfully. Um, the the goat stand up is is between Chappelle and uh, Pryor to me. Um, just because of the way you know Chappelle tell joke in the beginning of the of the stand up and then finish it off at the end and the shit is still hilarious. I feel like this yeah. quarantine, I really need to step into a little bit more. Out <laughs> of those five phases of comedy, um, which one do you enjoy doing the most? Like uh, television, stand up. I don't know if you've done any uh, much of improv or uh, sketches. I've done some. Mm-hmm. I've done some improv and I've done some sketches. I don't. Improv is like can be fun, but I also don't like because um, some people who are really about improv have too much uh, structure, and they're like because that's their only thing, and so it's they lose <laughs> sight of the where improv can be fun. So I don't like mess with improv as much. I love just doing stand up because honestly, it's uh, you're you're by yourself, like and you're working on something that you're trying to express who you are and make a crowd react to that and feel how you're coming from. And just like, there's a lot of just like roast, like roast battle writing is a lot of fun too, simply because it's like a, uh, a, a uh, practice of your skills of knowing how to write something real quick and being Let's really like you. concise roasting because that's the one time you're allowed to be mean but it's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> but i think with comedy there's the comedy has immunity over everything so you can be mean at all times you know we're talking about 9-11 and kobe jokes i think there's no line that you draw Wait, in no. comedy. There's, well, there's, there's nothing that's off topic in comedy to me i mean if there's there's a level of people not um, there's a level of people not really uh, everyone complains about people being too sensitive about stuff i get it but you also you have to understand that not everything is for you i would never say like if you want to go just something simple like do you like this kind of food no then why would you tell people they can't have that kind of food or like do you like like I like this kind of car. Like, I'm sorry, we can't have blue cars anymore because I don't like blue cars. Like, that's the kind of stuff that people are doing. It's the culture. Listen, like, I, I tell everybody, God created, it, like, I feel like God created a whole ice cream shop and everybody likes different flavors. Some dulce mm-hmm. de leche, some pistachio, some run raisins, mm-hmm. some cookies and cream. I, my flavor is just not for everyone. Yeah. But, but comedy has immunity. I, I've always comedy felt like, should. I think like good comedy should have I mean like if you're not that's a big the big thing though there's a there are people who are obviously going to get mad about something and then there are there are people who just aren't good at comedy and there are definitely where you like I've heard some crazy shit from people that you're like <laughs> didn't man, go over well. <laughs> like you're like yeah that didn't go because you were like you didn't do that right you were this was terrible like how are you just gonna be like oh such and such mom got fucked blah blah you're like why would you say something like that? But someone could have the same premise 
and they said it the right way. And you're like, damn, that's good. Red like, the room and the charisma was at a different level. I, I always yeah. feel you and it's always how you set your, your jokes up. Um and you gotta know your crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh I forgot who I think it was Russell Peters. Russell Peters was talking about it. He's yeah. been in like stadiums where he's bombed on a couple jokes, but he's worked on that same joke on a different crowd, smaller venues, and mm-hmm. it goes over well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like it's just not all going to be the same. Like we What's we all have to remember. Favorite roasts. My oh. favorite roast. Uh, like like on like a just show or something, or just like a joke about somebody. Like what, uh, the roast, like what has been one something that stands out for you? Like for me, I know that one of like my favorite staples in comedy was watching. Like it wasn't a roast per se, but it was like the Latin kings of comedy. Like for mm-hmm. me. Seeing that was absolutely like amazing. And I've even compared, like I just watched one of my last George Lopez specials and I love George so much, mm-hmm. but it was too political for me. So I just, I couldn't gotcha. get into it. Like I just, ugh, like it frustrated me because it's like original stuff is great. So it's like mm-hmm. for you, what's one of those things? Like one of the things that inspires you? Um, There's a lot of stuff like, uh, Gerard Carmichael, if you go on HBO, oh. special, uh, his special eight, I think it was and called. And his show was amazing too. Yeah. I love yeah, Gerard. Like he's so, like, I remember when he was, like, no one really knew who he was. And I would just see him, like, fuck, he's so funny. There's, like, like, he's really good. Hannibal, I really like. I like um, Hannibal. Yo, you know, I, Hannibal, I don't like Hannibal's stand-up like that. I feel okay. like I like him on, on stuff. Like, mm-hmm. He's on, like, I really like um, like his the way he plays certain characters. I really yeah. fuck. But I watched his stand up, and I, I feel like how can I say maybe it didn't connect with me like that. But I just felt like it, if a lot of it felt a little flat. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I maybe I built it up, and I was like expecting you know something different or something like that. Like his style to be different, but no, that makes sense because you we watch somebody you like their cadence or their like presence on a TV show, and then their stand up is different. I, I've always liked Hannibal. Like, again, I remember when he was, like, like you could find only, like, one YouTube clip of him, and I was like, this dude is hilarious. Um, uh, there's a, a guy, Kyle Kinane. I think he's super funny. I don't watch, like, the roast stuff. Like, I like doing roast things, but I don't watch as many roasts as, like, because I'm just like, up. all right. At stand-up, yeah, because I yeah. love seeing, like, people's – how their mind works. Like I did like all the, the Chappelle shit. I just think that that should have been like three specials instead of five. Cause he had like, <laughs> cause you watch it. Was, the last one was the best. I think he had I, his I best think, timing on it. I think if he, there was like, cause he keeps hitting on a lot of stuff and this would have been an amazing three specials. And because it's like, all right, you have these huge, like, amazing chunks, and then you got a lot of filler in some of this stuff. And, like, if you made three specials with this material, that would have been amazing. Like, there's, like, like a lot three of people. stretched out longer ones rather than not, five. Like, not even long. It's, like, three hours instead of five. Like, where <laughs> it's, like, you, you're cutting out the fat. Because there's a lot of stuff where it's, like, yeah, it really is. Because you're watching it, and you're, like, man, this, like, 10, 15 minutes from this special is amazing that would go into this part, which would build together and be a really good chunk. 
And then this would have been better here. This would have been, if you took this out, this would have been a lot better. And then you, you would have these like where a lot of people are upset with some of the jokes and it makes sense why they're upset with the jokes only because you know, he's kind of stretching on this topic. Like he has some, there's like, man, you have something right here. That's really good. And you're stretching. This other part, you're stretching, but then you have something really good here. Or like, So if you cut out all that stretching and then you put those bits together, you have something amazing. Like you'll watch a lot of people who can say they can do an hour of material and it's like you could talk for an hour, but you know, five. like, five yeah, like here. five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> be good at five. Like be good at the time, like build that actual time where it's like you have real time. So – yeah, I but yeah, I think Chappelle is an amazing comedian. I can never not say he's an amazing comedian. So like who's, he, who's one of your? Uh, I mean, because Dave, St- Dave stand up is second to none. Um, mm-hmm. But then he falls flat on. Well, he had Chappelle show, um, but the movie part, it's not. He doesn't have that kind of success like Eddie did or, or Richard Pryor did. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I think people well, always has Mark Anthony Pryor. complex. They're really. Huh? Mm-hmm. And they just can't get to the other things they want. Yeah. Um, I I I'm with you on Gerard Carmichael. I love his timing. I love his delivery. I love his whole demeanor when he's doing the show. And he just does the comedy that's for his generation. It doesn't yeah. matter what the crowd is, and it still goes over well. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his show on NBC, he had Rel, he had Tiffany Haddish. Yep. And he had um, David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer yeah. was the name I was trying. So he he had like comics, and and this was before Rel was blown up too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, I I like him. Uh, what, one of my favorite specials though is "Killing Me Softly" by Chappelle. That's that that's, that that special is amazing. That was just... <laughs> yo. You know who I who I really fuck with? Um, and I I kind of feel bad. You know, like when all this all the two comedians actually. I'm gonna say. That that guy um, swept up with the Me Too movement. Bill Cosby. Cosby's an easy joke now. So I was gonna say mm-hmm. Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aziz Ansari. Yeah, I feel like Aziz Ansari's stand up. Um, and the, when I first watched it, I was kind of like, uh, you know, like I, I I wasn't really connecting with it the first like probably about 15, 10, 15 minutes, like that much. But I feel like he really got, like, I, I forget what it was called, but it was maybe like four years ago that he did it. Uh, maybe mm. more. Oh, uh, I know which one you're talking about. I'm trying to remember the name too. But Aziz is, Aziz is good on television, stand-up, and I think film too. So yeah. but it's just these things happen. Um, not to say that, not to downplay Me Too or any of that. But he lost over thirty million dollars over over the entire thing, and he's trying to. I, he went around. He went. We were talking about this with Andy Hank. We had Andy Haynes on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, he just went up. He he went about it the wrong way as far as coming back to comedy. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't do like a, a contrite apology. He didn't. You know, he just wanted to go straight back into stand up. He think he mm-hmm. thought that he was. And that's why he suffered. From, I think Aziz is fine, though. I think he bounced back. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he he uh, he touched on it a little bit in his newest special, but 
there's um it's it's a it's a heavy topic that you it's it's hard to like approach because there's there's different levels of different things and you there's so many like fine details to so much of this stuff that you can't make a like a blanket statement on anything and i feel that's the biggest problem with so much of this stuff is like we're all trying to make everything uh fit in a box that doesn't yeah it's like one like a monolith of an idea it's like it's one thing of that that everything has to be this this thing that we're we're not listening to and we're forcing people to have the same opinion on something or just forcing everyone to think it's a certain way that it's not like we don't have anyone letting individual incidents be themselves like even with beyond like the talking about me too, or just like we were talking about people getting angry at comedy clubs for something that they didn't like, it doesn't even have to be something offensive, but like if it affects you, like you're not the only person there. Like everything can't be built off of you. We can't all make everyone one thing because we're losing a lot of what makes this world great because we're like, we're individuals. I know that's very cliche sounding, but that's kind of messing up so much of this stuff. I mean, I, I, was ask, I was asking more on the lines of like them, like the comedians themselves. Like so, like Aziz, right? I yeah. feel like I feel like his his style of comedy, you know, it was something that for me was like I hadn't really seen it. So I feel like in the beginning it seemed a little bit like eh, but as he got into his sets. Which I felt the same way a little bit about Louis C.K. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of his seemed like really offensive, and now in the within the frame of what happened, it's harder to like take it as a joke. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it's harder <laughs> to like look at it and be like laugh along with it because it's like, you know, coming from this person at this moment, it doesn't really connect with me. But I found it funny. But like I found his that funny before, like his special funny before. And Aziz too, and like now I find myself watching. I tried watching the Louis C.K. one, and I was kind of mm -hmm. like, um, I, you know, I fuck, with, I fuck with some of the jokes, but I'm like, it, it's kind of like a cringe moment where you're looking at it and you're like, this person saying this shit. They're like, damn, you should have yeah. said that, bro. But um, masturbating next to the chicks, huh? Are you picturing him masturbating? That's the <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Like Lucy K in his hotel room. <laughs> 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 While he's writing the jokes, beating off. <clears throat> I just think again, comedy should have all the immunity in the world. Um, if you're going in to see stand-up specifically, like if you're going to the actual club, you're going to see a comedy show. So there might be some mm -hmm. shit you hear that you don't like. So just don't try to mess it like this stuff. I've seen a comic and I, I went to uh uh, I think it was Village Underground, and there was a comic there that he didn't, he didn't, he with me he didn't go over well, but I didn't, you know, make comments or snarks or try to get him off his set. Um, mm -hmm. I just waited for him to be done. Like, okay, I don't think this guy's funny. Yeah. Um, but I think comedy should have that creative out of everything else that creative space because you should be able to touch on whatever is 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 up in the air. I have two I questions. Yeah. Okay. Jayla's um, trying to be uh, your opening act. <laughs> Actually, that's question number three. Thanks. <laughs> um, no. 
in animated comedy. Mm -hmm. I know there, I don't feel like there's a lot of animated comedians nowadays. No, very much Jim Carrey. Voiceover work? No, like, I don't know if you're talking about like a physical big performance guys. Like yeah. comedy, like Jim Carrey was very like expressive mm -hmm. and very like out there. Um, who is is there? And do you see anybody being in that light? And then my second follow-up question is women comedy. Mm -hmm. um, I know I've been watching a few females do comedy. Obviously, again, research. Yeah. <laughs> COVID-19 COVID research 2020. <laughs> um, but, like, I've been seeing, like, a Taylor Tomlinson. Like, she Tomlinson, yeah. Much, yo, she does very much millennial comedy. Like, I... And she, for me, she resonates with me. To me, I like, yeah, I like that. Special. I like her. I like her delivery. I like her moving forwardness. Like her very, she's very like a girl's girl. She is mm -hmm. what a millennial is. Ali Wong, too. I like Ali Wong. I, Ali mm -hmm. Wong is another one that I watch. Uh, Michelle, uh, I can never Wolf? say her last. Wolf, Michelle Wolf. No, B. She's the one that does. Oh, the oh Michelle B. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Buto. Yeah, Michelle yes. Buto. I love her so much. Like, there is a few female comedians. So for you, who is a female comedian that stands out? And who is one of those animated comedians that stand out to you? Um, for female comics, like you said, uh, uh, Thomason, um, Sam J. Uh, I don't know if you heard Sam J, yes. but Sam J is hilarious. Like, I think she's, like, so funny. And... Um, Maria Bamford, I like, she's like super weird and I, I dig her stuff. Um, who else is, there are a lot of like female comics that I like, I'm trying to think of right now, like where they're just like, they're newer and sometimes they're not famous. So you're just like, oh man, this person, but this, this is like a, a real good, uh, they just have like, they have that with, uh, the more physical comedians. I don't. I've, um, I think Tiffany is really... not that type of like physical loud. She's uh, very, yeah, she's a, like that loud. She's like a low key Latina. She'd be talking with her hands. <laughs> like, I, I personally don't like to like animated people only because so many of them, um, at least the ones that I've, I've seen a lot of aren't really telling jokes. It's just the performance. Yeah. And, like, you can love that, and that's fun. That's that's fine. But there are so many people who are just like, I'm going to make a face, and I'm going to do this, but you didn't say anything. And I'm like, all right, cool. Mainly because I just like people who are good writers. So when it's, like, an overly physical comedian, I'm just like, all right, can you, can you write a joke? And basically could i listen to this on a podcast or can i listen to this just in audio and I was, gonna say, I was like are you gonna make a whole album on it because i remember when comedy albums were like a thing yeah they still like people like, still i have comedy them. albums yeah <laughs> so people make them and then you're like you can't Unless you're gonna have someone saying in the background, he moves his arms real crazy. Like that's the like, <laughs> other, like he jumped right now. Like otherwise <laughs> narrating like blam and then nothing. You can't you you can't see you can't hear a person's performance. Like 
And then like, he moved across the stage. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine a funny face. Like, that's the, the, you're like, all right, this is, like, that, I think that would be more funny than what he's doing right now, because otherwise, like, what's the point? You're just, like, saying nothing, and then I hear a crowd laugh, and it's like, all right, cool. Like, I guess. They're laughing. All right, so I'm going to ask you a two-part question. First part mm-hmm. is, um... It could be a movie, a television show, or a stand-up special um, that you have. Uh, and second is now that you came down from Buffalo and you're doing some of these spots in New York, mm-hmm. uh, where can we catch you at? If uh, God forbid this corona thing is over. Mm. Um, so right now I do a lot of like bar show. Well, I'm, right now I'm doing nothing but sitting here talking to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, doing some, yeah um yeah doing like like bar shows around i run a mic at halyards and gowanus uh, uh you can find me at like the stand or new york comedy club sometimes doing shows from time to time wherever they put me up and i'll i go back to buffalo at a time to time to do the helium like helium comedy club and the other heliums around the country i was, I was gonna say i do helium too are you? <laughs> oh, that's Different not helium. What we're talking about cool. Good talk. So, uh, your your Instagram handle, just in case, is Clay Fighter eighty eight. Just in case, if people want to add you, you got mm-hmm. some really good uh, drawings in there. Actually, you're wearing the shirt right now. Um, yeah. So, for uh, Black History Month, you did SNL comics, which I thought was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, every day you did a different black comic. Um, <clears throat> favorite stand-up movie, TV that that gets you in that zone. That still, when you watch it, you know, like for me, it's it's Trading Places. Um, mm. That gets you in that zone to like, man, I want it. All right, let me get you like inspired to write more jokes. For me, it's the Step Brothers. I love that. Movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Gerard Carmichael's eight right now. It's just like going back to it, it's like, man, like this is, this is exactly the kind of stuff that I love watching where it's like, this energy is so good and just everything he's saying. And like, it, he's doing exactly what we were talking about, where it's like, he's talking about something harsh. Like he's talking about like how your grandpa was shitty. I'm like, man, everyone's like pissed off and like freaked out, but it's like, it's so funny because he's he's saying it the exact right way to say it. So yeah. uh, that really I think he's sad about doing comedy in that special where the crowd kind of grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. He, he said that he a bunch already, of he has a way of, grown. Yeah, and he has a way of already like having something set up where like, oh really, really like you're gonna boo me on that joke. And I made a joke about this, or I did this. Oh, like, you care about tigers now? Like, that's that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was the funniest. And I was like, yeah, like, everyone's, like, acting like they care about tigers. And now everyone cares about tigers. But, like, beforehand, like, you don't give a fuck about tigers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You know, one thing, though, I, I, I found it weird that on that, because we brought up the tiger thing. Carol Baskin was doing the exact same thing <laughs> all the other fucking Yes, Carol. So it was, I, I'm not, I don't mean to throw her under the bus, but she was doing the exact same thing. She had tigers yes, in, in a in a in a worse scenario. Like they were in a worse, like I know they're they're 
all crazy people because it's like you can't rescue these animals if you don't have the space for it. You're talking about she's literally saying tigers need the space, and then you have a smaller cage than the dude who has the zoo that seems and like and then the tiger gotta stick his head on the side of the cage yeah. to drink water. I don't trust her. I don't trust her and her nappy ass hair. No. <laughs> Do not trust her basket. Hey there, cool cats and uh, what is it that she's cool hey cats? There, cool and cats and kittens. Well, I want to thank Clayton for coming on the show tonight. Thank you, um, We know you have a really busy and hectic schedule now, so thank mm -hmm. you. In the time for being you know. <laughs> oh, I gotta be at the other side of the apartment right now. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for coming on, brother. Thanks we'll see you me. guys next Tuesday with the next episode. Uh, do you guys, each one of you, want to give some like a recommendation really, of what like, to watch? We're really just gonna do this quarantine style, huh? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, we, we're gonna have to. <laughs> uh, of like what, what to watch. Crazy, you go first, you're on the top screen. Well, I'm going to watch that Tiger bullshit because I, I keep talking about No, for the Tiger audience, King. though. Tiger King. Get it right. You will be a Joe Exotic fan by the end of tonight, my friend. <laughs> Jayla, what are you going to give people to watch? One thing. Um, I'm going to look for those rose. Actually, I'm not going to fret. I just got, I just, I, I put rose on Netflix and literally it has a whole, like, options and the mm -hmm. one that caught my attention says between two ferns oh yeah oh that's that's uh zach Galifianakis. yeah zach yeah zach Galifianakis has my heart he's under my realm of white guys that i would <laughs> so between two ferns is actually pretty funny so benny give give the crowd a suggestion of something that they can do or watch while they're stuck at home porn yo okay all right, buddy. Ray, you got something to say about that? It seems like you got a follow-up. Me? Uh, um, Clay? Not in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you had a follow-up, Craze. I saw you like, yo, porn. Oh, um, did y'all hear that? Um, <laughs> it just went off. He's like, yeah, porn. Um, somebody, somebody sent me a... He thought it was a good one. Pornhub <laughs> months free for everybody that's on quarantine right now. I heard that um, <laughs> oh, okay. months free. You know, Jayla, you know, if you at home, I don't know. No, no, I don't do porn, honey, or <laughs> masturbation. I rather <laughs> think I'm not a window shopper. To watch during, uh, <laughs> during this quarantine. Just FYI. Two months free. God, I'm, I'm not a window shopper. Sorry. <laughs> so, Clayton, do you have something for us to watch? Um, this isn't like comedy related, but if you have HBO, um, there's this uh, uh, docu series called McMillions. That's oh, actually that was real. Terrific. I watched it. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, good. it's real interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yeah watch but, Great. And, and and watch the Gerard Carmichael special eight. It's amazing. Eight. And watch the show. The show is pretty good. It's only two seasons, but it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. you got nothing else to do. Great. Wait, wait. What's the what's that special called? Eight. Eight. Like, like the number eight. Now? Yeah. So Clayton, thank you for coming on. We'll see you guys next Tuesday. 
Justin will do the video. We'll put it on IG Live. We'll put it on YouTube. I know it's weird to do like a Zoom and try to live stream it, but we'll figure it out. I'll see guys, you guys next week. Exit. Everybody can have a good song? night. Wait, huh? can our exit song be Yo Perreo Sola? <laughs> Wait, Bad Bunny, where is that? <laughs> where's, where's the Bad Bunny figure that you got? Right there. Yo Perreo Sola. Making me go through my uh, phone now. You know what's yeah. funny? I know I got a song with but... There you go. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Yo perreo sola, 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 yo per